0: Hey, friends. So Alpine Day, the Alpine Conference Alpine Day is been announced. Not the date or the speakers or anything, but just the conference itself. And I just put out a website called alpineday.com and tweeted it and emailed it. And you probably saw it and whatever. But what I want to talk about is the site, I guess, the process of building the site, what went into it, and my finishing touches checklist, because I feel like It's the kind of thing that, I don't know, all these little touches that I've learned over the years to do on every site. And sometimes I forget, but now I have my own little checklist and I've been pretty good about, you know, tackling them before launching it. So uh, before we jump into the checklist, let me talk about alpineday.com itself. So if you go to alpineday.com, you will see that it is a very minimal site. Uh, The only colors you have are black and white if you consider those colors and then emojis smattered throughout the page and it's just a bunch of text so this is kind of me working back I don't know my process is very scattered I just like here's my process write stuff first always before designing anything write a bunch of stuff and then keep refactoring that writing like write it again and change something and tweak something and eventually i land on a direction i want to go and in this case i realized that you know i just want to do it pure text because there is going to be a full alpine day site that's going to be well designed and announce the date and the speakers and everything but for now i wanted to i wanted to get something out there so i could get people on an email list So that, uh, because yeah, so I could basically gauge interest one. And then if I'm going to people asking them to speak, I can give them an idea of how many people are interested and have an email list that I can communicate directly about Alpine day stuff and not always have to blow up like my Twitter account and stuff like that. So anyway, so this is, this was my idea. And I thought like, do I just use a convert kit out of the box, like email template thing? And it's like, no, it's kind of lame or you know, uh, landing page or form from convert kit. Um, so I decided to just do it myself. So let me talk about, oh man, I'm rambling and we're already one fifth through. Um, so it, it's pure text and this is the kind of thing that I've done before. A lot of my landing pages are copy forward and they don't always start out that way, but I end up just thinking like, you know what? I just want to communicate honestly and frankly with text because, uh, uh, a word is worth a thousand pictures as they say. Um, but for real, I, it's like, I just want to say the things and not have to deal with like sliding animations in and whatever. Eventually, like sometimes my stuff graduates to that, like make VS code awesome site and whatever, but it takes a ton of work. So this is a good minimum way to get it done. Here's my first tip on content before we get to the finishing touches checklist. My, one of my tips on content is, you know, write the content first and get the content figured out in like a bare notes file or even just a markdown file in your editor, which is mostly what I do. And then uh, then get it, in, get it into HTML. I've actually been starting with HTML instead of markdown. Um, just start with pure HTML on a page. Get the copy kind of like how you want it. And use lots of paragraphs. Don't have big blocks of text and embolden stuff this is how you can design copy it's basically like make some stuff bold it makes everything more interesting Um, make punchy things bold so like the first line of the alpine day site is alpine js has come a long way but it still uses the effing README as its documentation swear emoji and so that's a perfect thing to embolden and add some liveliness and character and then smatter emojis everywhere this is like it's so easy. I, I just think it adds a lot. I don't know. You can't go wrong with emojis because it's it's like the subtext. So the next line is, it's time to grow up. And before it's time to grow up, there's a chick in an egg hatching. And then at the end, there's a little chickadee who's already hatched. So it's just kind of like, you know, you can kind of play with the words with emojis. And it's kind of fun, like, you know, putting some thought into like the perfect emoji, whatever. And then an email thing at the bottom and it's all very minimal and whatever. But I'm not here to tell you exactly about this design process. Although I do think it's interesting, because even something like this took me a while. Uh, it's probably like a two and a half day endeavor. Um, yeah, because you you know, you think it's going to be simple, but then you keep iterating and iterating. And I like to geek out on tech stuff. So like I ended up wanting to use the Tailwind JIT compiler, and then getting all into Tailwind, like tech stuff and fun and whatever. And then Versal, like, where should I, where should I deploy this thing? And whatnot. But here, so here's, here's the checklist. You, you have the site done in your, in your browser, you're using tailwind, whatever it looks good, but what do you, what needs to happen between now and when you share it on Twitter, that makes it kind of like an officially thing. So here we go. Uh, the first thing is running through all the assets and optimizing them. So I just used the tailwind CDN when I was designing this, but it's like getting big and it's like 300 something kilobytes. So I used the Tailwind JIT compiler to only compile exactly what I needed for this site. And it brought the size down to like 12 kilobytes or something like that. Maybe even less. You know what? I bet it's less. Let's just look. CSS, Alpine. Uh, nope. Yeah. App.css is 5 kilobytes. So that's the total kilobyte load with that. Um, and then, you know, if you have images, just drop them in the image opt-in. That program. It's fantastic. So, drop stuff into ImageOptim and optimize your builds for production so that they're all minified and not wasteful. And those are kind of obvious things, but there are sometimes I forget. I totally, that's not obvious. I totally forget. Make VS Code Awesome uses the full Tailwind CDN. That's a lot of CSS. Um, all right. So, Favicon. This is one that, again, this stuff is kind of common knowledge, but it's just a good reminder for myself. And I think I have like little tips in here for each one. So, there's this. Somewhere I found on the internet, and I carry this with me from project to project. Um, you can uh, favicon.s I, I think are just annoying because you have to like open Sketch and you know like figure out the right like pixel width. Like is it 16 by 16 or 32 by 32? Is it .ico or .png? You know all this stuff and like does it look good that small? And how to get it to look good? And previewing it takes a little bit because of caching sometimes. So what I found is really awesome for small stuff like this. I did the same thing with make VS Code Awesome. Uh I think I got this bit from Chris Coyer on CSS tricks. There you can basically, for your fav icon, you know that link tag rel icon, the href where you'd normally reference an image, you can reference uh basically a data URI uh encoded SVG. So you could basically hard code SVG code directly in the href. And put a and put an emoji in a bunch of code. So you can't just put an emoji in the link uh, href, but you can basically bury it inside of an SVG. So this little bit of code that you could probably Google for and find in two seconds allows you to set um, uh, emojis as your fav icon by actually pasting in the actual emoji in your site. So I don't have to like open anything and select emoji and export a PNG. It's literally like hard coded which is super duper cool, so. So that's cool, A little fav icon trick. Um, oh, we're getting late in the episode, bummer. Social media card. So this is one that, <laughs> it doesn't actually work. I put effort into it and I figured it out and whatever, but um, whatever, this is one of those things that just adds that extra nice touch so that when somebody shares your thing on Twitter. Because I'm hosting my thing with Versal, At the last minute i chose versal and it didn't host my jpeg for social media so i i don't have the social media card but whatever you go to google twitter card validator and then do valet share whatever to get your project on an actual you know site um i have a, a chunk of meta tags that i carry with me from project to project if you want them go to one of my projects go to alpine day look in my head tag and steal my meta tags um, and then the actual image itself, I fiddled around with this, whatever, but like, here's, here's the TLDRs make a 1200 by 660 image in sketch or whatever. Uh, and just, you know, put whatever you want in it, save it as a dot JPEG, JPG, not PNG or anything else. Um, yeah. And then throw it in there. So just basically copy exactly what I did. Uh, cause it, it does take a little, it's a, it's an annoying thing, but it's one of those things that is a finishing touch that does matter. Oh, time is flying. Dark mode. So this is one that my site is completely white. It's white and black. And it's insanely stark. So dark mode is a nice thing. I, I am somebody who often is on the internet late at night. And my eyes are just like killing me. Like I, you know, I set my my code theme to dark. And it's just annoying when sites don't respect dark mode and really fun when they do. Like Twitter does. And it's awesome. So dark mode. Um Yeah, Tailwind makes it super duper easy. I've used poor man's dark mode in the past where... I do this when I'm developing sometimes at night, when I'm working on a project, you can literally, it's like, uh, what is it? There's a CSS attribute to invert all colors on a page. So I put it in the body tag of, of the site and it just inverts everything. So it's now basically a poor man's dark mode. So you can do that. Um, but, whatever uh the other thing is check responsive obviously but this is one that people always forget i always forget it's like load it on a on a phone open up the dev tools do responsive slide it around make sure your breakpoints are good make sure there's you know proper padding at the small small widths and size down some text if you need to whatever so that's one and then lighthouse open up your dev tools and go to you know the lighthouse tab generate report and see how you score i think alpine day is a hundred percent uh, for every category, it's, it's a hundred um, and every Um, that's what you get when your entire page is just a bunch of text, <laughs> but it does check for other stuff. So, so that's my, that's my like finishing touches checklist. You think you're done, but then you have to do all that little housekeeping stuff. And if you are curious about any code that you might need for those types of things, just go to alpineday.com. It's just one HTML file and steal whatever you need to steal. Um, that's what I do. So, all right, great. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.